Welcome to Daily Audio Bible Chronological. I'm Jill. It's so good to be back with you here on this 12th day of March. It's a brand new week around here, and I'm excited, really excited to be back with you. I miss you when I'm away, and it's uh, it's felt like I've been away a month this last week. It's been a full week, and maybe it's been a full week for you, so... I'm glad that you're here. Let's just take a deep breath. Exhale all of the worries, the cares of the day, all of the things that are left undone from last week that we cannot, should not take with us into the freshness, the newness of where we're headed together. So take a deep breath, inhale. Hold it and exhale. Just let it go. Roll your head. Drop your shoulders. Take a smile. Let's dig in. Today we're reading Deuteronomy chapters 3 and 4. And this week starts a brand new translation. Brand new translation to me. Uh, here at Chronological as well, we're reading from the new revised standard version updated edition, Deuteronomy chapter 3. When we headed up the road to Bashan, King Og of Bashan came out against us, he and all his people for battle at Adrei. The Lord said to me, Do not fear him, for I have handed him over to you along with his people and his land. Do to him as you did to King Sihon of the Amorites who reigned in Heshbon. So the Lord our God also handed over to us King Og of Bashan and all his people. We struck him down until not a single survivor was left. At that time, we captured all his towns. There were no citadel that we did not take from them. Sixty towns, the whole region of Argob, the kingdoms of Og and Bashan. All these were fortress towns with high walls, double gates and bars besides a great many villages. And we utterly destroyed them as we had done to King Sihon of Heshbon in each city utterly destroying men, women and children. But all the livestock and the plunder of the towns we kept as spoil for ourselves. So at that time we took from the two kings of the Amorites the land beyond the Jordan, from the Wadi Arnon to Mount Hermon. The Sidonians call Hermon Sarian, while the Armorites call it Sinir. All the towns of the tableland, the whole of Gilead, and all of Bashan, as far as Selica and Adrei, towns of Og's kingdom and Bashan. Now only King Og of Bashan was left of the remnant of the Rephium. In fact, his bed an iron bed, can still be seen in Rabbah of the Ammonites. By the common cubit, it is nine cubits long and four cubits wide. As for the land that we took possession of at that time, I gave to the Reubenites and Gadites the territory north of Aror, that is, on the edge of the Wadi Arnon, as well as half the hill country of Gilead with its towns. And I gave to the half-tribe of Manasseh the rest of Gilead, and all of Bashan, Og's kingdom, the whole region of Argob, 
all that portion of Bashan used to be called a land of Rephium. Jer, the Manassite, acquired the whole region of Argob as far as the border of the Geshurites and the Makathites, and he named them, that is, Bashan, after himself, Havoth Jer, as it is to this day. To Machir I gave Gilead, and the Reubenites and the Gadites I gave the territory from Gilead as far as the Wadi Arnon, with the middle of the Wadi as a boundary, and up to the Jabbok, the Wadi being boundary of the Ammonites, the Arabah also with the Jordan and its banks, from Chinnereth down to the Sea of the Arabah, the Dead Sea, with the lower slopes of Pisgah on the east. At that time, a charge do as follows. Although the Lord your God has given you this land to occupy, all your troops shall cross over armed as the vanguard of your Israelite kin. Only your wives, your children, and your livestock, I know that you have much livestock, shall stay behind in the towns that I have given to you. When the Lord gives rest to your kindred as to you, and they also have occupied the land that the Lord your God is giving them beyond the Jordan, then each of you may return to the property that I have given to you. And I charged Joshua as well at that time, saying, Your own eyes have seen everything that the Lord your God has done to these two kings, so the Lord will do to all the kingdoms into which you are about to cross. Do not fear them, for it is the Lord your God who fights for you. At that time, too, I entreated the Lord, saying, O Lord God, you have only begun to show your servant your greatness and your might. What God in heaven or on earth can perform deeds and mighty acts like yours? Let me cross over to see the good land beyond the Jordan, that good hill country, and the Lebanon. But the Lord was angry with me on your account and would not heed me. The Lord said to me, Enough from you. Never speak to me of this matter again. Go up to the top of Pisgah and look around you to the west, to the north, to the south, and to the east. Look well, for you shall not cross over this Jordan, but charge Joshua and encourage and strengthen him, because it is he who shall cross over at the head of this people and who shall secure their possession of the land that you will see. So we remained in the valley opposite Beth Peor. So now Israel... Give heed to the statutes and ordinances that I am teaching you to observe so that you may live to enter and occupy the land that the Lord, the God of your ancestors, is giving you. You must neither add anything to what I command you nor take away anything from it, but keep the commandments of the Lord your God with which I am charging you. You have seen for yourselves what the Lord did with regard to the Baal of pure how the Lord your God destroyed from among you everyone who followed the Baal of Pure, while those of you who held fast to the Lord your God are all alive today. See, just as the Lord my God has charged me, I now teach you statutes and ordinances for you to observe in the land that you are about to enter and occupy. You must observe them and perform them, for this will show your wisdom and discernment to the peoples who... When they hear all these statutes will say, Surely this great nation is a wise and discerning people. For what other great nation has a God so near to it as the Lord our God is whenever we call to him? 
what other great nation has statutes and ordinances as just as this entire law that I am setting before you today? But take care and watch yourselves closely, so as neither to forget the things that your eyes have seen, nor to let them slip from your mind all the days of your life. Make them known to your children and your children's children, how you once stood before the Lord your God at Horeb, when the Lord said to me, Assemble the people for me, and I will let them hear my words so that they may learn to fear me as long as they live on the earth and may teach their children so. You approached and stood at the front of the mountain while the mountain was blazing up to the very heavens, shrouded in dark clouds. Then the Lord spoke to you out of the fire. You heard the sound of words but saw no form. There was only a voice. He declared to you his covenant, which he charged you to observe, that is, the Ten Commandments, and he wrote them on two stone tablets. And the Lord charged me at that time to teach you statutes and ordinances for you to observe in the land that you are about to cross into and occupy. Since you saw no form when the Lord spoke to you at Horeb, out of the fire, watch yourselves closely, so that you do not act corruptly by making an idol for yourselves in the form of any figure, the likeness of male or female the likeness of any animal that is on the earth, the likeness of any winged bird that flies in the air, the likeness of anything that creeps on the ground, the likeness of any fish that is in the water under the earth. And when you look up to the heavens and see the sun, the moon, and the stars, all the host of heaven, do not be led astray and bow down to them and serve them. Things that the Lord your God has allotted to all the peoples everywhere under heaven. But the Lord has taken you and brought you out of the iron smelter, out of Egypt, to become a people of his very own possession as you are now. The Lord was angry with me because of you, and he vowed that I should not cross the Jordan and that I should not enter the good land that the Lord your God is giving for your possession. For I am going to die in this land without crossing over the Jordan but you are going to cross over to take possession of that good land. So be careful, lest you forget the covenant that the Lord your God made with you and make for yourselves an idol in the form of anything that the Lord your God has forbidden you. For the Lord your God is a devouring fire, a jealous God. When you have children and children's children and become complacent in the land, if you act corruptly by making an idol in the form of anything, thus doing what is evil in the sight of the Lord your God and provoking him to anger. I call heaven and earth to witness against you today that you will soon utterly perish from the land that you are crossing the Jordan to occupy. You will not live long on it, but will be utterly destroyed. The Lord will scatter you among the peoples. Only a few of you will be left among the nations where the Lord will lead you. There you will serve gods made by human hands, objects of wood and stone that neither see, nor hear, nor eat, nor smell. From there you will seek the Lord your God, and you will find him if you search after him with all your heart and soul. In your distress, when all these things have happened to you in time to come, you will return to the Lord your God and heed him. Because the Lord your God is merciful God, he will neither abandon you nor destroy you, he will not forget the covenant with your ancestors that he swore to them. 
For ask now about former ages, long before your own, ever since the day that God created human beings on the earth. Ask from one end of heaven to the other. Has anything so great as this ever happened, or has its like ever been heard of? Has any people ever heard the voice of a God speaking out of a fire as you have heard and lived? Or has any God ever attempted to go and take a nation for himself from the midst of another nation by trials, by signs and wonders, by war, by a mighty hand and an outstretched arm, and by terrifying displays of power as the Lord your God did for you in Egypt before your very eyes? To you it was shown so that you would acknowledge that the Lord is God. There is no other besides him. From heaven he made you hear his voice to discipline you. On earth he showed you his great fire while you heard his words coming out of the fire. And because he loved your ancestors, he chose their descendants after them. He brought you out of Egypt with his own presence by his great power, driving out before you nations greater and mightier than yourselves to bring you in giving you their land for a possession as it is still today so acknowledge today and take to heart that the lord is god in heaven above and on the earth beneath there is no other keep his statutes and his commandments which i am commanding you today for your own well-being and that of your descendants after you so that you may long remain in the land that the lord your god is giving you for all time. Then Moses set apart on the east side of the Jordan three cities to which a homicide could flee, someone who unintentionally kills another person. The two not having been at enmity before, the homicide could flee to one of these cities and live. Bezir, in the wilderness, on the tableland, belonging to the Reubenites, Ramoth, and Gilead, belonging to the Gadites, and Golan, and Bashan, belonging to the Manassites. This is the law that Moses set before the Israelites. These are the decrees and the statutes and ordinances that Moses spoke to the Israelites when they had come out of Egypt, beyond the Jordan in the valley opposite Beth Peor, and in the land of King Sihon of the Amorites, who reigned at Heshbon, whom Moses and the Israelites defeated when they came out of Egypt. They occupied his land and the land of King Og of Bashan, the two kings of the Amorites on the eastern side of the Jordan, from Aror, which is on the edge of the Wadi Arnon, as far as Mount Syrian, that is Hermon, together with all the Areba on the east side of the Jordan, as far as the Sea of the Areba under the slopes of Pisgah. Father, we do thank you for your word today. We thank you for the newness of this week. We thank you for the newness that has represented in a week that is a reminder, as we read today, a reminder of the newness of who you are, that you make all things new. So often when we want to return to the old and live life from there, but the true nature of who you are is to redeem all things, all things new. And so we release the things that are out of our control, out of our grasp, out of our jurisdiction to be worrying about, holding on to, we lay them at your feet. 
giving them to you, not taking them in to the newness of what is new, what you have for us. And we consecrate this week wholly to you, asking you to do what it is that you would want to do in us, giving you permission and giving you full access to our hearts, to our minds, to our souls, our spirits, as we are reminded of ourselves, a living vessel. May it be holy, pleasing, and acceptable to you. Do what you want in us, through us, among us. And may we be pleasing representatives of the body of Christ. I pray this now in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Looking forward to an incredible week together. I'm Jill. We'll turn the page together tomorrow in the stories of our lives, Lord willing, and the creek don't rise, and in the story of the greatest book, the greatest love story ever told. Until then, love one another. Hi, this is uh, Desperate in PA. I'm requesting prayer. I've been in a marriage for 29 years. I has been, he's a narcissist, very verbally, mentally abusive. Um, he doesn't see a problem with the way he behaves. Um, and at this point, I'm not asking to save the marriage. I just, because I know he can't change. It's not, it's not possible. I've been waiting for 29 years for that to happen, and it hasn't happened. So the only you know, good thing I got out of the whole situation has been my children. And I kind of would just like to, I think, relieve the toxicity that they see. And I, it probably still wouldn't relieve all of the toxicity because I know that if we would split, he's going to completely trash talk me to everybody. He already is doing it with his side of the family to the point that one of his cousins asked me whether everything's okay because he heard we're getting divorced, um, which hasn't even been a serious discussion in our house. But anyway. Um, not to my face. Um, his mother's very much like it, him, so I think it's kind of where he got it. And he will talk to other people. Everybody thinks he's wonderful, that, like, is in our circle of friends. And so right at the moment, my biggest problem is that I have so far been just like a, a self-employed, like, small home-based business, and that has been very slow. So I cannot support myself with that. I've been applying for jobs just trying to figure out a way to get myself and my daughter out of the situation and maybe help him like, kind of get out on his own and realize I was really a jerk, but I don't, if he's truly a narcissist, I don't think he will realize that. So um, just please pray for our family, for peace and tranquility and relief from the toxic abuse. Thank you. Hi guys, um, I can't say very much about this, but please pray for Stephanie. Uh, she was in a terrible accident, and uh, just please pray for her. Thanks. Hello, this is Prodigal Princess from Massachusetts. I have previously called in to the DAV. Um, this is my first time calling in to the DAV Chronological. This is also my first year on listening to the DAV Chronological. 
and I just wanted to call in to express my, my thanks and my gratitude for um, these ministries. Um, thank you so much um, to all of the Hardin family for everything that you've poured into this ministry and to all of our lives. I feel blessed to be a member um, around this global campfire, and I don't know where I'd be um, without the DAB. Thank you. Have a great day. Hello, DABC. I wanted to call in and pray for the woman who calls about her mother who doesn't approve about the man she is dating because of the color of his skin. And so, Lord, I just want to pray for this. Our Father in heaven, Lord, please soften this woman's heart. Let her remember that in Revelation, you talk about heaven and you talk about every tribe, tongue, nation being represented in heaven and by one man, Lord, you made so many groups of people diverse in how they look, their cultures, their food, their languages, traditions, Lord, and help her to realize that the color of someone's skin doesn't really matter and it doesn't, it shouldn't make you judge them in a harsh way, but Lord, may she see you and that man and the beauty and the heart that he has. Lord, please soften her heart and please help in this situation, Lord. And Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hi, this is Laurie. I'm calling for Debbie from Wisconsin and wanted to let her know that uh, I know the prayer request came in a little bit ago, but I've been sick. Um, but I want to let you know that I've been praying for you about your hand and your shoulder pain and um, I know I have a lot of hand pain myself, so every time my hand hurts, I'm thinking of you and praying for you and hoping that um, you heal up and and uh, things feel better for you. So just want to let you know, Debbie from Wisconsin, thanks so much. Bye.